He's alive. He's alive. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. I love you. I know. Here's Johnny. Run! Go! Get to the chopper! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. I see dead people. Milk was a bad choice. Oh, yeah. It's that time again, folks. How to be a movie snob with Seth Halligan and... Me, Mariah <laughs> Waller. Seven Samurai is a classic of classics. And I picked a whiskey because most people equate Seven Samurai to a Western. And they did so before it was remade into a Western. So my drink is a whiskey to give homage to the American cowboyism. Mm -hmm. And it's a Japanese whiskey because I feel like our director would appreciate that so much. Kurosawa, this is to you. What for you, Kurosawa? Ah. So without further ado, let's get into Seven Samurai, a movie that was way more familiar than I expected it to be. Yeah. In so many ways, uh, but way longer than any of the other um, iterations or versions. But my goodness, it opened like a cultural like vault of like, Oh, this explains so many things of why 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 it goes. So let's first start off. What is the movie, Mariah? Can you give us some sort of synopsis of this movie since you've <laughs> jumped into the synopsis several different ways from Sunday? Yeah. So there are some villagers in Japan, farmers, and they're tired of being ransacked and robbed by some bandits. Ah, the bandits. The bandits keep getting their crops <laughs> every year. And they're, you know, fed up. And so they... I'm like a bandit. They talk to their elder, an old man. Who can looks like... Who I thought was blind in the first scene, by the way. But then, like, just he opens just, his eyes later. He just opens yeah. them when he needs when to. When he needs to. It's... For he's effects. thinking most of the time and With then he own. opens yeah. his eyes when he's got something to say but he suggests going to find some samurai to help them get rid of these bandits for good that's right and i and i just yeah we'll get into more of that so then what happens after that do they get some people to help them they do eventually and they find a guy who guy. finds another guy and then that guy finds a guy. And then they find. They wait, find six. Three? They find six guys. Six guys. And, and one guy who really wants to be part really of the team. Wants to be part of the team. Wants to hang out. But ironically enough, becomes like the most important piece of the whole freaking movie. But yeah. And that makes seven. Hence the name Seven Samurai. Okay. Today's going to be a special episode. Usually we just call in a special guest person in the middle for like one question, but we're going to bring in Patrick Gillette for the whole thing. We do. I, I gave him the assignment. I'd said, we're watching seven samurai. It's three and a half hours of your life that you will not get back, but you can talk with us. And he says, I can give you an hour. And he's, he still said yes. <laughs> and he still said yes, which is pure hilarity. Um, he must be bored up there. He just must not have any friends. 
Okay, it looks says I'm already connected, so let's let's do this. Has he been listening this whole time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish it's like that. I'm sure know. you have friends. Brian. I'm sure. Oh, I don't. I don't care what everybody says. Pat, well, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you. We're glad to have you for a little longer this week, and this week should be a doozy. Uh, if it goes anything like the movie that we watched goes. Could be a long podcast. Um, it was not a short movie no. to the point where there was a built-in intermission. Mm-hmm. There was. I, what, and, and you know, <laughs> you know, Monty Python and the Holy Grail has a fake intermission. Yes, which is brilliant. This is a necessary. Legit, got to go to the bathroom. Because you're like, oh. Uh, yeah. Black. Movies don't do that anymore. Because Kill Bill tried to, but they gave him the kibosh and made him make two movies. So. Yeah. The intermissions, like you know, like unless you're watching Ben Hur, but it's a very fun old school movie feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a treat. A treat. Yeah. Really well, even is. three hour three hour movies now, they just go deal with it. Definitely. Like, yeah. Which I don't. I haven't even seen. Was it The Irishman or whatever? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't watch that. I ain't got that time. I ain't got that kind of time. No. Unless it's there, you know, uh, greatest of all time, like this one. Yes. So okay, Mariah has already given us the synopsis. And oh, yeah, just, I missed that. I know, I know. We were we we're so excited to talk about. <laughs> but you know that what the movie's but about. But you definitely know what the movie's about. I do. I. That's the question. Oh, so oh, then we'll jump in. You'll have a, we'll have a lot of fun here. So we're gonna go with a couple things here. Let's start off with like when you watched it. Let's talk about the kind of the feelings you had. So Mariah, you watched this, and you had the commentary of your mom telling you about Magnificent Seven the whole time. Was that going on simultaneously? Oh, was that after? after. Okay, okay. <laughs> So tell, yeah. sitting down watching this, and I'll yeah start us off and tell us kind of the feelings when you watch it for the first time. Um, you know, unlike a lot of three and a half hour movies, uh, <laughs> this one actually didn't take too long for me to get into. Oh, nice. Um, you know you you're feeling for the people. You're yeah. Um, interested to see how they're gonna find these samurai. The the street scenes where they're looking back and forth, like these guys walking the method, past him. Talk to that guy. The method of finding samurai. Hit him with a stick as soon as he comes through the I doorway. Have lots of thoughts. So good. Lots of thoughts about. So good. Like, <laughs> what magical village did they go to where it's like, well, this is where all the samurai just walk through. This is Samurai and you Boulevard. Just stare at them. Yeah, you just stare, <laughs> and then you'll decide we'll approach that samurai because he looks hungry, like he might work for rice. Oh, yeah, so good. Yeah, and then they'll be offended, and it's just like, what? Yeah, is this? one of the first ones they see, he's walking down the street, and oh, he's eating rice. Don't talk to that guy. He's, <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's, well cle- fed. he's right. clearly not hungry. Well fed samurai. <laughs> he won't go for this. Oh, that was very like would this make more sense in the 50s you know people be like oh well of course oh well you that know, this is where you'd find a samurai well honestly i i did kind of have those like moments of like where the heck was japan in this moment like this is 10 years less less than 10 years after the war like 1954 yes. so we're talking like but set a hundred years before. no uh more than 1500 years yeah, 1500 so 500 years before yeah so or whatever yeah yeah 
Yeah, no, but thinking this, through... This podcast is not about math. <laughs> or dates. It's not a math, or it's not a math pod or a history pod. No. Let's, if we have a fact checks person, we're in trouble. <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut yeah, that. Yeah, uh, and cut. And we're back. <laughs> little... Today's break has been sponsored by... You don't know Jack. Okay. No, the I keep thinking, how many people have known hunger within that, that moment? Like... Like that's this that's the, the the hard part about this movie is like yeah they can imagine not having rice which would be like yeah our bread like it's just well or what it's like to live off of millet or whatever yeah mm-hmm. I had I thought I'm like millet's not, millet's not too bad is it <laughs> like think through is that like a, like a like a heartier oatmeal like I was thinking through what yeah, millet was. they were not pro millet <laughs> no oh uh, no definitely not Uh it's like the old stories of like um, the prisoners off of like the northeast part of America had to eat lobster all the time, and they revolted because they hated <laughs> lobster. And now, oh, how things have changed! You guys eat kale. But sorry, we we interrupted. We we interrupted um, Mariah's feelings experience. My oh, feelings. Yeah, feelings. Oh, we're getting into my them. feelings get shut down a lot. <laughs> That's uh, going to be standard course. This Mariah. is not a feeling. Don't spot. think that this is oh, going to stop here. You've gone too far. <laughs> Let's talk about dates. There also were, and again, I'm interrupting Ryan. There were a lot of feelings, mm-hmm. strong feelings. Oh, man. In so the many in this yeah. movie. So many. You're oh. either sobbing <laughs> laughing hysterically sobbing uncontrollably or laughing hysterically yes or challenging somebody serious. to a duel okay. and i yeah and i don't know if you guys oh know i i was struck with like what the acting uh goal was cuz it obviously wasn't naturalistic mhm and I, you know, again, I don't know where Japanese cinema was at the time, but it was like, you know, how, you know, there's a lot of exaggeration going on, but then some characters rang fairly true to me. Yeah. It, yeah. it was very, it was hard to be like, okay. oh, is this good I, or bad? I got to take you guys. So I actually, uh, confession time, I tried to watch this movie like three or four times before we picked it for the podcast <laughs> and I literally fell asleep to it. I couldn't get past the farmers just crying <laughs> for whatever reason. Like, they're just yeah. crying. And it was just like, this is depressing. Uh, this is so... And I, The village meeting, we're all just going to stop. Oh, just... Yeah. Oh, was, and it, you know the, the part that I was, I was kind of going in my head, though, like, historically, there's probably that hopelessness for reals in so many villages. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's the heart... The, the thing is that we don't understand, like... And it's way harder. <laughs> the guy that's like, let's just let him come back and take our bar- barley and then hang ourselves. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, let's just let let's this happen. It. At least in the Magnificent Seven, they're like, we can buy the guns and shoot them ourselves. Yeah. But in feudal time Japan, mm-hmm. they know we have no chance to kill anybody. It's so hopeless. And I was like, good. Not, I am I am not awake for this. And then I <laughs> like, like, I'm heartless. Okay, so, so Mariah, first scenes. What got you past? I, I, I fell asleep three times. What got you into it right away? Well. <laughs> Just being real. <laughs> I, read, I read the plot. Okay. You and know? you knew you had to watch it. For I'd also had time. enough people ahead of time tell me how, how good it great was. it was. I had just had a conversation with my uncle. And his wife oh, yeah. the weekend before, and they said, "Oh, 
you have to watch Seven Samurai. When I, I just said, that. we're watching all these great movies. That's so cool. And that was the one they recommended. And I thought, well, actually, I think that's the next one. Yeah. So I was really kind of... And it's his birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Mick. Happy birthday, Mick. Happy Hope birthday. you're drinking some Irish <laughs> brew in some Irish pub playing yeah. an Irish song. Yeah. I it's Irish, not Scottish, right? <laughs> Shoot. It's both. Oh, it's, it's both. both. Yeah. But um, at least it's not English. You know what I'm saying? So I had <laughs> I had some high hopes, you know, for mm. it to get better. better. Okay. And yeah, it wasn't the easiest thing to wrap your head around. I was like, is this just going to be a sad old... Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is I'm like Japanese culture and I'm very, I've only, my parents lived there for a short time and I visit a few times, but like it's very like face. It's the most face culture in the world. Like, so that's the irony. Like Germany is the least face culture in the world, meaning to say face is more important than life. And Germany's like, we don't care what you think of us. We just tell you the truth. <laughs> and Japan's like, we will do whatever so that people don't lose face whatever mm. and and so when i see this I'm like the farmers are so it's, it, it it reminded me of 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 moments in in china where i lived where it was like we have people screaming and crying and yelling at each other but then they will never confront someone on certain things that we would in america normally so i was like i was trying to like wrap my cultural brain around it and i had a hard time doing it because it's film mm -hmm. because i feel like japanese yeah. film is the opposite of what it would be in sometimes normal life to show what they're all feeling inside. Yeah. And so I had a hard time even. This just, is like their expression. Oh my gosh. I had, I couldn't wrap my head. I'm like, I, uh, oh, uh, I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if this was happening yeah, on the street, was... I'd be so uncomfortable be, right now. Well, I, and yes. they would be too. Well, yeah. And I would be, but I'd be, I would be like, writing stuff down or something because i'm like <laughs> i'm writing a book off this whatever this experience is because i've seen like in it's a weird thing about saving face there's several ways to do it like i'm gonna give it like a quick example in china if, if two people get into a car wreck you would not be both apologetic you would both be screaming at each other and you scream at each other as loud as you could so that everyone knows it's not your fault because mm. if you're not screaming as much right. then you'll and then sometimes I've seen issues in Japan where they just out apologize each other, which is also, I've seen that in China as well for the same exact reason, but it's still to save face. But for us Americans and, and German and Irish born people, like it's hard to understand that. Cause it's like, it just looks like you're just screaming like whatever for, yeah. and it's a, it's a theatrical thing. And then, or which, you're, which, you're false apologizing, which no one believes you, but everyone knows you're mm -hmm. have to go through those motions. Which which maybe jumps to the Manzo, uh, Chino, yes plotline by the so end. So good, so good. You know, jump ahead. Whoa! But, Slow yeah, your I, roll, baby. Hey, but you get points for I, actually uh, pronouncing their names correctly and remembering. So you're gonna be all. You're oh, gonna be money, I, baby. those are the easiest ones. I have. Yeah. I wrote down some, and I was like, "There is no way <laughs> I'm gonna do this." Oh right. yeah. Okay. And I thought Seth. We should make Seth pronounce everyone's name <laughs> yeah because my japanese is so goes. great i'm yeah. gonna be doing a lot of that one guy that did this yes hey that's that's fine okay mariah what took yeah. the turn though when were we like holy crap this is entertaining because I, I there's a turn for me as well and how long into it <laughs> after which the intermission yeah which hour was this yeah i see well when they're looking when they're looking for the samurai and they yeah, finally get the first guy that was fun that's i think that guy 
you know, just kind of makes it, you know, his amusement at so many situations. Yeah. <clears throat> he's like the cool level-headed guy. And and you like him. He's insightful. He has a sense of humor. He's likable. He's very, very likable. He's probably the first person personality-wise yes. you like. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you don't like the obnoxious I, guy. Until later. No, I know. Until think, later. Um, uh... I don't. I, they never say his name. The leader, or I think it's Kambe or something. Yes. Um, he is over time. His presence is so striking over time. Yes. And obviously, he saves the little girl at the beginning. Obviously, like, oh, okay. yeah. So you know who he's, he is. He's like a brave guy. Yeah. But otherwise, it's like he's you know he's just there. And then there's kind of the annoying young guy who wants to be a samurai. Mm-hmm. And okay. you're like, what is this? I know. I'm. You, you guys are. I. I want to jump and say my, what my things are already because I. I have so many things. Well, I, obviously, I. He's can't like. Stop. He's yeah. the Ricky Nelson character from oh, the Western so, movies. Right. The young guy that oh, everybody's like, oh, he's so annoying. <laughs> or <laughs> and he's definitely yeah, I not a count. Somebody. I want to be a hero. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Okay, you guys are missing the big one though. So first of all, before I give you the big one, uh, my favorite thing about the lead character. Uh, is his head scratches? He oh, when he's rubbing oh, his, oh, head. He, once, his head, once rub, his hair started growing in. Oh, it was yes. great. It was and, a freshly shaved. You know, he wasn't mm-hmm. used to it. Of course, oh, you're going to rub your head. But it was always a device for him to say, "I'm thinking," or "Ooh, that's yes. it. it was literally oh, like, like you don't uh, think it's really. I'm like, just getting used to my haircut. <laughs> it felt like Kurosawa was like, "Rub your head, rub your head." It's like, and and, and for a long time, to be like remember. Yeah. You have to. Think. It was a plot device, a hundred percent. You are a wise I man who rubs. I eventually liked it because I thought I would rub my head. Yeah. I rub my head now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, hair not unlike that. We do stuff that. Well, you guys know you have kids. I scratch my head, and you know why I know I scratch my head? Your son. Because my son thinks that everything is sign language because we're teaching him sign language and he repeats everything. So when he comes up to me. He scratches his head as if it is a hello, dad. Nice to see you. Yep. Yeah. So I got to deal. So I got to teach him something else cool. I'm like, no, we need to do something cooler than that. He's like, scratches his head. Doggone it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to give my big reveal before Mariah gets her big two reveals because we already, the, the Magnificent we have Seven. Reveals? We, have reveals. Have reveals. we have reveals. Insight. 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 Oh, you guys. Are I have miss- some insight. Yes, the, you guys are missing the major movie that has taken so much from this movie. Yeah, the annoying. Oh, we're not un- there, Seth. Are we not going there yet? Okay, I'll wait. Well, we're not. I'm not there, but I understand. All right, keep yeah, going. you know where keep I'm going with this because you guys talk about yeah. the annoying underling and the annoying wise leader. Like all of us who are Gen X, Gen Y kids. What is it, not Y? Millennials <laughs> don't even know the generations anymore. Like all we can think about is Luke. And Obi Wan. That's mm, all we can think about. Definitely annoying and and wise. Like that's... this movie was George Lucas's favorite movie. Exactly right. And everything George Lucas is is so Japanese focused, and it's because he freaking loves this director. And so it's like, w- once I heard that, I didn't think about it during the movie. But once I heard like that connection, I'm like, everything about Star Wars is a ripoff of some aspect of one of his movies. Mostly this movie. And it's yeah. so many ways. And so that blew my mind. And that was like, and it's not like exact like some of the other movies that we're going to talk about, but that was like my, oh my goodness, this movie's ridiculous. 
I see, like you start to see the power and the influence because of when it came out and then what shortly came after it. And then what you realize is part of your vernacular <laughs> without even realizing it. I, yeah. And I think going to your question to Mariah, the thing that struck me, because, you know, you start and you're like, oh, boy, like this is an old movie. Right. And then you go, oh, OK, this is the overall plot structure for so many movies. Yes, right? You, exactly there's right. There's the problem, you seek the heroes, you build the ragtag team, you train, mm-hmm. you know, a, a mm-hmm. group of people. There's the outsmarting the bad guy. Like, it's just like you could overlay so many movies on oh, top yeah. of this. And most of them are West. Like more most of them point. are Westerns, too. Yeah. Yes, many Westerns. Many Westerns. But, you know, you could go like this is. Uh, uh, shoot. Yeah, you, you could go. So the one we're going to talk about a little bit, of course, Mariah, do you want to say? Magnificent Seven. And the Pixar classic. Oh, a Bug's Life. A Bug's Life. It's the same oh, freaking yes. movie. And so that's hilarious. Yes. Of course it is. That's go so great. Hero by the way, yeah. Mariah figured that out, not by looking stuff up like I did, but she just like. I didn't have to Google that one. That just came off of her brain. She's like, man, this yeah. seems a lot like <laughs> A Bug's Life, which then you look it up but like, I, oh. They literally use yeah. this as the <laughs> template. I see now. Yeah. But then, but, you know, and going back to Star Wars, like Rogue One. You oh, know, yeah. This 100%. is a very, like, again, it, it, obviously it's not necessarily defending a village or whatever, but there's right. so many. And I wonder about that too. Any assembling yeah. of a ragtag group. Dances now. with True wolves, grit. Arguably, True grit. Yeah. Um, this is arguably Avatar. The, like the first action. The best movie, movie ever, Fern Gully. I mean, all of them. Like <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven, at least they already were trained. Mm-hmm. Then it's just putting together. But, like, that's the question. Like, was. Dances with Wolves. I don't know, Kevin. I don't know if Kevin Costner had any influence of that. But this was this the original version of the story. Like that's the crazy part. Is it really the first one? It seems I like think it. it's the first cinematic one. There we go. There you go, Pat. Nice work. You know, okay. Hero of a Thousand Faces. You know, there's no new stories exactly. Hey, there we go. Get back to the Greeks. I love mm-hmm. it, Pat. Oh, stop it! You got so much culture. I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Okay. So. so- wise. So, so I'm gonna, much insight. I'm going to agree with Mariah <laughs> on the point where the movie was watchable. That was the freaking testing the samurai. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is kind of fun. <laughs> just like shifting go... the eyes up and down the street. It's yeah. just hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. That was. <laughs> I, I so I took notes at nighttime and I. So my notes are all overlapping because I didn't know exactly where I was writing on the page. (laughs) Blind, blind note digging. I was like, why are so many samurai walking through the village? That's so good. How long are they looking? It's a hub. It's a hub for samurai. Also, our our leads, you know, they shaved his head to save the girl. And then like shortly after he had quite a bit of stubble going on and mm-hmm. thought, how long has it been that they're looking <laughs> well it and took, a, like took him a year to make days. the movie so they did have time to grow yeah. out oh they, my gosh they said they said at some point it was four or five days that they were like looking or something and I thought, <laughs> oh there we go that's that's weird but I, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i love that but again i thought each of those so we see uh you know super swordsman guy strike down somebody yeah 
we see lead save the girl mm-hmm. we see one guy chopping not even wood. go into the barn yeah, yeah we see wood chopping wood the best yeah it felt it felt like again with a modern lens you go this is the lamest version of assessing talent <laughs> <laughs> It Ever. might not have been a big pool of talent at the time. And because even the first guy who like catches the wood, uh, you know, yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. he catches uh, what's what's his face. And he's like, that's the greatest swordsman ever. And it's like, he never used his sword. He caught you from hitting him on the head. What are you talking about? <laughs> they escalated all these people's like abilities so quickly. It's like this guy chops wood hey, like nobody's hey, business. They don't have time. And the way he oh, and then the way he yelled like every samurai, like every joke that you've ever heard from the oh yeah, it was crazy. I was like oh yeah, yeah this is every. But, but again, I thought what did it was he like, say though? Yes, this is the same. It's the same plot structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you go oh, we would see this guy. Yeah. Shooting down three dudes in a western. Yeah, right. right. And you go, and, oh, that guy's quite the quick draw. Yeah, and you got to think about you'd that see too. It, you'd see it more clearly than I think this movie did. But it was the structure was there. Mm-hmm. It's yes. like somehow we got to catch all these guys doing it. And honestly, in this town walking down this one road, who knows to where and where they're coming from. Right. But all samurai in Japan for hire are walking down this. It's the same scene as oceans 11 where they're assessing all the talents when Linus a hundred percent. It's the exact same. It just happened to be in front of one hut (laughs) where there are also three random. Let's just look outside of this barn. We're sleeping. Those three randos (laughs) that are jerks the whole time was the weirdest thing for me. I was like, they're so mean. And why are they here? <laughs> super thick unibrow yes. guy who's yeah. super good at poker super or whatever pissed. he won money from. <laughs> but and they're he, all nude oh. basically the whole time. Dude, you guys saw and so much ass in that movie. So much male. There was a lot of many ass. cheeks. Uh, a lot of man butt. And I, you know, I thought, good for you, movie. There's a lot of man butt. <laughs> <laughs> I like, was wondering why it was. This is ahead of its time. Yeah, they didn't do guy nudity until like this year. Again, I think that's where modern screenwriting would be like, these guys don't advance the plot, cut them out. Which, you know, again, it gets down to probably why we we wouldn't have a three and a half hour movie. Well, yeah, like, and, and need... you can't afford to have a guy talk yeah, that much. There would have been some more editing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's like, I don't know what those guys really brought other than to like beat down the villagers, which again, it's like... Oh, they're so depressed actually, with the Actually, though. speaking of like time, the other thing I thought was in a modern movie, you would see the bandits wreaking havoc, right? Like that would be the first thing you'd see. Like what is the right damage these guys can do? And apparently they filmed that. Mm-hmm. They filmed a version of the bandits raiding a village. And then Kurosawa was like, no, we shouldn't start there. And oh, thought, really? Interesting. Oh, that's so interesting because yeah. a modern movie, a hundred percent would start on action. Well, and they did do that than, in Magnificent Right, right, right. Yes. They do do that. Not that only one. they do they do do they also <laughs> <laughs> they they also oh, yeah. get a main bad character mm-hmm. because that's the thing. Oh like, yeah. They, well, you do get the well, main. You do get the leader of the bandits in the There's beginning. Horn guy and there is yeah, yeah. Horn guy. guy. But you don't like. He's the first one you see, and he's the last one to go. Because I feel yeah. like Tombstone copied 
the Magnificent Seven version where they develop the bad guys just as well as the good guys because mm-hmm. they want you to really, you know, lead into like why they're bad. And of course, um, yeah. Well, and build Steve... up, I think, their prowess. Right. Like how scary they are. And I think all we had going in this movie was their numbers. So it's 40 of them. Oh, I got yeah. so many questions, by the way. So many questions. <laughs> are um, we doing? How are we doing? I feel like I'm breaking your guys's flow. No, no, no. no you're great. Because, you're adding to the because flow. honestly, I just have so many questions. So I'm just gonna go with pro- so let's questions. go with problems with the movies um, that I never could figure uh, out. Talk. Let's talk uh, about. I, yeah, go go for it first before you, I go to that. One of one of my first notes, and I put exclamation points. <laughs> I can't wait. Last night, this was Bald. a big deal. Bald caps. Bald. <laughs> bald caps. Right? Those were clearly bald caps. Why couldn't they just... So have... many bald caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But totally it bald was caps. 1500s Japan. I don't think they yeah, all shaved know. the tops. Shoot, I don't know. At the time. It felt striking to me. Yeah. One, that like it was this kind of weird... And again, I'm culturally ignorant. Oh, I thought... Same. I don't know what the look is here i don't know what the goal is here but none of them seemed like real shaved heads outside of our lead yeah who looked amazing with the with he did look head. ba with a shaved well head, even man. some of the bald caps had grow out I don't know if you, <laughs> did you notice that no. it wasn't purely bald some of them had some well some were bald and some actually looked like they were like growing out but yeah. it was still it good. was a it was an odd choice yeah, yeah for sure. I, I assume I, those actors just were like i can't actually shave my head. <laughs> i'm not gonna look cast. like this after yeah in the 50s it probably wasn't cool <laughs> and they're like no way yeah right no yeah. and it wasn't cool that's yeah that's so but definitely you look at all those paintings from back in the 1500s and they definitely did and they for sure i had, had those, those playing cards i know yeah <laughs> yeah uh, and it's not a bad look again no. i you know i would not fault I didn't fault the movie for having those styles. It felt like they half-assed it. Could have done a better like, job. Well, yeah. We're not no, really going to No, no, no. They full-assed it and half-headed it. Let's yeah. be honest here. <laughs> they didn't I don't think they got any awards for the uh costume design. This is true. Uh, okay. Ki- okay. Ki- Kichuri or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Kets, so Kets, let's no, I can't remember. I am I am jumping ahead so far just cuz I, I don't want to forget it. Go ahead. Uh the wife of the villager who's with the bandits. Who ran back into the who fire. Who ran back into the fire. When she saw him. What is going on there? Was that it, was, was it out of shame? Was it out of I shame? I assume because yes. she had been so damaged by her experience. There we go. That's a that good. Okay. Like, so that's what people I say. Can't, I can't confront you. I it's sure better hope for me so. to die. I, I hope that was a shame walk. But again, that's like not a modern. Yeah. Thing. And it's very Japanese as well because. You'd like it's she'd rather go back in there than face, which is crazy because like it's like, oh, you rescued because every any Western would be like, oh, you rescued me. And sure, I I was taken advantage of and all the horrible things happened, but you saved me now. But you got more of the story before that when they're just watching her and she's just zoning out and. Yeah, but, well, she just got all like giddy. She's like, I'm inside. not going to warn anyone about this Yeah, fire. I'm going to let this mother burn. That's true. Oh, my God. She was damaged for did, sure. There Dude. was a weird... It, we lost some impact because um, Hubby. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yep. Uh, main, Rick, main, farmer guy, main farmer guy. Main farmer guy, yep. 
he wouldn't say anything about having yeah. a wife. Yeah, he just kept getting There wasn't upset. this clear buildup well, of like well, his wife's been taken. No, there. I thought that we was need obvious. To go rescue her. I thought that was obvious. No. I thought the wife had either been murdered, raped, or 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 captured. Well, sure. Yeah. But and 100%. so so then when they didn't reunite, my Western brain went. What was the point of all that buildup and having that whole scene by right. the campfire? And then they don't reunite and she just runs back into the fire. And so to make yeah. to light that fire and give him the rage. I that mean, it honestly, took. and then for him to accidentally kill one of the other samurai. Yeah, he had a bad a weird flailing bad on the beach. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh! Boy. I was wondering. Yeah, it was that confused me too. I thought I couldn't tell if he accidentally killed the other samurai. Or if like yeah. it was, it wounds. was his fault anyway. Yeah, yeah. Either way, because oh they gosh. were, he was trying to contain him, and he was flailing around, and yeah. then again, like it was very hard to tell with the effects oh. when that someone was actually stabbed or poked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but apparently that was a mortal wound. Yeah, when and, he uh, shoved him oh, back. That's rough. Yeah, yeah, that's when rough. he fell onto the beach, and you go, ah. It was I mean, his they were fault. swinging around samurai swords. You know, it didn't seem safe. No. But yeah, I <laughs> I felt like it lost some impact, even though that was like. That's crazy for someone to throw themselves back into a fire. Like, emotionally, that should have resonated way more. And then they're like, why are you freaking out? And it's like, that was my wife. And you yeah. go, <laughs> like, I think you knew this, Seth, because of modern, you know, because of pop culture. Like, that would make sense. But in the story of the movie, they didn't tell us this. No. In a way no, exactly right. where it would totally make sense. Because he honestly didn't even go after her that quickly. You figure it out well, as she's seeing him and going back in, but you're not really sure until that's already but happening. Remember, they have no power. So farmers having wives stolen from them is, I assume, normal par for the course. Like, oh, my yeah. wife's gone. They again. Took her with, Dang it. With get back the, on. They Which took again? her with the rice. <sighs> Farmersonly.com. Uh, I got to get back on that. <laughs> speaking, again. speaking of kind of again i think the the format or the formula that kurosawa laid out was the idea of revealing backstory over time yeah. right we get to know all these people yeah and, and it was so still... um our broadest you know kukachio oh yeah crazy guy crazy guy he had this like you know he was born a farmer and his family was killed the same they, thing we, happened to me. We knew that was, was coming. We knew it was a... F- yeah, and then, and then honestly, that landed like a brick It did. Me. I was so and bummed. I was like, but, everybody big crybabies the whole time. And he still until, does after that, uh, yeah. too. Finally, he still does after that, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He was... That guy... He was told, go to 30. And he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I loved half of it. I yeah. hated him for so long. I was like, <laughs> oh, why is he I... still here? Ugh. But he's the one who but gets... But sometimes it worked great. Yeah. He so... ended. He came back. It was okay. And... He had a line. Um, he had so fascinating. Lines, I'm not bored at all, I swear, mm-hmm. that I thought was fantastic. Oh, so good. There was so much great humor and so much yes. like... Oh man, they were talking about oh you don't have balls and 
talking about like, yes so many things that in the 1950s i'm not picturing yes, there's not a lot just of in america sensibilities in not it. just in america but uh, certainly not in japan it's like oh so that's no. where we get these <laughs> sarcastic yeah. sayings well and i yes and the censors were not the same censors so let's talk about censors for a half a second because this is fascinating I love, to, I love talking about censors. yes yeah. i know you do beep I know. So first of all, so imagine you first are a filmmaker in the silent era pre-war. There's kind of mm-hmm. like no rules. I think his brother actually even went to um, boycott talking movies. Like mm-hmm. That's like how much they're into the talkies. The yeah, talkies, that's, right? That's not cinema. Um, no. And his, his, his brother, by the way, was a fascinating character. Uh, um, the, Is this the, Kurosawa's brother? Kurosawa's brother. He uh, like was... There deep was a dive, um, deep dive. Oh shoot! Go. What was it? It was an earthquake. This um, is a history pod. Yeah, history pod. <laughs> going back, and his brother and he and Kurosawa wanted to look away, but his brother made him look. He's like, "No, you have to look now and see the reality because it's scarier if you look away than it is if you look at it." And then mm. that same brother is the one who committed suicide later. So a lot of Kurosawa's movies has this reflection of loss that. Yeah. Something he never, yeah. It's it's so it, his brother was a big influence to what he did in film. But thinking through like this character, um, oh sorry, back to the censors. Sorry, I, I, the censors. First, you go before a Japan, but then you go into wartime Japan, which started way before we entered the war, obviously, because they went to war with China before World War Two even mm-hmm. began, right? So then they had censors, whether or not it felt too Western. So Kurosawa would awfully be um, accused of being too Western. Oh, interesting. Yeah, then he made some propaganda films, kind of like all of our (laughs) great directors made propaganda films during during World War II as well. Um, And he was actually, he's a big fan of the director of It's a Wonderful Life, Kurosawa was. He thought he was. Capra. Of Capra, yeah, exactly right. And so... Then, ten points. Ten for points for Mariah. <laughs> so points for Gryffindor. Uh, <laughs> Hufflepuff still behind. Oh. oh, um, and so then, it, then they lose the war, and then it's the American censors, and the American censors say, "No, this is too Japanese, and it's not for." you know, free market enterprise or whatever, or, you know, democratic or whatever. But then when the movie came out, then the Japanese critics said it was too American. So like he's dealt with like both sides of the critics. Oh my gosh. For his whole film career. And so then this movie was like his first, like legit samurai movie where he can just like lean into old times and, yeah, so his censor life is hilarious. But then, but you're right, the, so, so the censors of, like, foul language and humor are the least of his concerns. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a weird thing, because, you know, there's no haze code in Japan like there was yeah. in America. So, mm-hmm. no, it, it feels very, it feels more real than the Magnificent Seven, the way they talk. Yeah. Let's be real. And yeah. that was, like, five years later or six years later. Although the yeah, Magnificent yeah, I, I think that, you know, overall, the dialogue was like fine, you know, yeah. always questionable what, the, you know, how, how the translator goes. does it and all that. Yeah, exactly. Right. But like, it, you know, again, like the there's a couple lines where I thought like, oh, OK, like this is 
this is good. Yeah, and right. the, for it real. Was for real. The performances of it that felt either o- over or under. Like, well, yeah. broad. I mean, honestly, we're just <laughs> broad. The wailing, the yes. uh, yeah, Kikuchi Chio. Oh, gosh, what? How do you say that name? Somebody help me. Oh, let me let me uh, try it. I'll try it next time we try it. We're talking about the main. So, Kikuchiro. The f- yes, yeah. The, he, the farmer but turned he also, quasi-samurai. Yes, but he's also the one like getting all the kids to like him. He's unapologetically brash. Oh, yes. He's everyone Charming. getting everyone excited. He's like he's he arguably is the reason why they even had a chance. Arguably. Without him, yes. they never would have had a chance because the samurai would not have been able to connect with the farmers without him. So one plus, one point of view could be like without him, he, they would have been nothing. Which is yeah. a weird. So that's the irony. And that's, well, no, as a character, I actually, I think he's got a great arc. And again, I think, but his backstory landed. Yeah, uh, it, it, would, was lame. it was. It was a little in heavy. a modern movie. Exactly right. You would have been like, you would have had him cry, and then later reveal why were you crying so or what or something like you would have just had. But him there's, like, you know, there's. Yeah great pathos with his disdain for the farmers but he knew so much about them like which you knew away food. Yeah, exactly which is great. and all this great, great you know it's great stuff but you're like what is your deal man mm-hmm. and why are you here at all like what's your motivation yeah i guess still maybe questionable you tell everyone you're a samurai but, yeah and you say you hate the samurai but you really want to and like to but he wouldn't talk to anybody at the beginning right. he's just weird yeah, apparently weird. that guy had a lot of improvisation in the movie which doesn't surprise so i okay i this is i can't verify what i'm about to say but (laughs) i'm not sure this isn't a fact spot but i'm not sure if it was takashi shimura or toshiro mufeni mufeni anyways the guy who played kikuchiro kikuchiro Wow, Kiko Chio. I'm like three drinks in, and I'm still. I think I'm boy. pronouncing it better. Um, Seth opened some Japanese whiskey. It's so good, Pat. You guys, oh, right. that's on Suntory point. We're sipping it out of sake cups. Uh, legit bought from Japan at the Suntory time. Isn't that Bill Murray? At the samurai uh, market? Yes. Advertises. It is. It's Suntory time. It's where you get the samurais. No, it's you know where I bought it from the hundred yen store. You know how much a hundred yen is. Mm. A dollar. dollar. I bought it at the Dollar Tree (laughs) in Japan. (laughs) Cool. But yeah, Patrick, to go with the uh, um, translation and how well that worked, the uh, Magnificent Seven verbatim has some of the same lines. Verbatim. Like, it's amazing how similar and each and every character. Oh, it's crazy. The, it's crazy. The part where he catches the fish, he does that in exact Magnificent Seven, too. Exact same thing. It's insane. Although he catches two fish in Magnificent Seven. No, a bunch, no, a bunch of, of them. Fish. He only catches yeah. one. And, oh, well, yeah. you gotta. But they're all watching gotta, him in that one. Yeah. Escalate. Yeah. But when he re- no, I, when he yeah, sounds the alarm. An amazing template. When they sa- he sounds the alarm, and they said, who set off the alarm? And he goes, it was me. And then he goes out and lectures all the villagers on yep. being chickens. Same thing same happens in thing. Magnificent Seven. Can uh, we talk visuals? Oh, yes. I was about to get into this. And you know I'm going to get into this because I, of course, thought about this from my perspective of like... The beginning scene with crap. the horses. Well, I, of course, was thinking of the freaking fight scene in the rain. 
with the yeah. 17 different angles. Well, it's more like three, but still. Because this fool doesn't use one camera and then shoot multi-cam. it Multicam. He's a multi-cam guy. Not only is he a multi-cam one guy, first. he's using freaking telephoto lenses from far away. Yeah. So those shots yeah. of the horse's feet are the exact same time that's going on for the other stuff. You know what I thought of when yeah. I thought of, you know, using two or three cameras with a telephoto lens? Me on every single wedding day. <laughs> I was like, this fool is a wedding videographer, but he's making the best movies of all time. Maybe and you should incorporate more feet <laughs> in your videos. More horse and more, more in the wipes. rain. Yeah. And way more wipes. Your, and your he, he invented the wipe. He invented the yeah, wipe. Well, that's. Clearly, George Lucas is like, we got to put wipes in this. Exactly right. No, it, it, George Lucas's copying of him is insane. But the wipes, yeah. and then also, by the way, of all the great directors in history, how many of them edit their own films? Not a lot. Not a ton. None, except for him. I'm telling you, no. If you get any of he the greatest of all time, did not want to share at all. He did not he, share. They, no, they're they're in the editing room. I'll this give you is that. My Pat. Movie. I'll give you that. But who is actually freaking cutting like Kurosawa? No one. No one's cutting like Kurosawa. <laughs> Coppola. You know, he's 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 like probably you know has the cigarette burns from his cigarette. You know what I mean? Like it's it's him on it's him there on the the editing floor. Meanwhile, it's just Wait, he, so. I think this happened more in the early part of the movie. There was more like jump cuts where it did definitely feel like he filmed, you know, it's probably two cameras at the same yes. shot and he just jumped in tighter. Yes. And it felt very jarring to me. Like that's not like that. He broke rules. Yes. He broke modern <laughs> film rules. And you're like, he also why ma- did you do that? By the way, he also made modern film rules too. So yeah, it's, oh, hard. 100%. it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to go with that. It, it either he either stopped doing it or I stopped caring in the, you know, the, the visuals of the movie, but it was, it was very jarring. Like, I think a keen example is the wind, the first time we're at the mill yes, and we keep just jumping in closer and closer to the mill. And then yeah. somehow we're inside the mill and we're like, well, the, the bedroom's not in the river. Like, why are we zooming in closer <laughs> to the river? And then oh. it's like, old man. But, but aside from that, I mean, well, one, obviously the wipes influenced, you know, Star Wars like crazy. But and their, the layout things, yeah. and blocking was amazing. Yeah. Like in every one of his shots, every character was clearly placed to have their own, you know, little yes. space of of the film. Yep. And he had a bunch of great tracking shots. Uh, yes, where it'd be like for the ability his, they his had back shot, then, you're exactly right. Yeah, I, I literally shot, was thinking, like, how the heck did he do this without a Stanley Kubrick? You know, because I mean, it was still shaky as hell, but but yeah, it was like literally he's doing a half circle around the guy while he's talking, it's far away and he's getting different heads in the crowd shot. I'm like, that was so difficult in 1954. Like, there- there's a shot when they start letting in bad guys one at a time. And we're, mm-hmm. we're sort of, we get like a sort of an angle of the little bunker looking down the road and they let the guy in and then they 
kind of pan left and we, we wipe behind an obstacle and then it cuts to basically horse hooves running yep. in the foreground. And he I always thought, goes to horses. Both of those are so like, it felt like watching a graphic novel. Like yeah, I felt like both nice. of the shots were so nice. well laid out. Yeah, yeah, good that's job, a good Pat. Example. That's a good example right there. And, that's, that's why I bring you on it, here. Winner. It, it just like the movie felt storyboarded so precisely yes. in a way that I thought was very appealing. Yeah. So and, and so many people are gonna are referenced. Like there there was nobody there was no spot, certainly when all the characters were there. Right. Where there was dead space. Oh there was always like, Oh yes. clearly Not... we're gonna move to the right to focus on this guy. Yes. Everybody can you know, you get reactions from everybody. It was so well laid out. Yeah. So that not I this only is laid out. Great. Not only would laid out, but I will I will up you because what what Kurosawa does so well is the movement. He uses mm. rain with horse movements. He uses like two or three movements when most directors will use ah movement. So yeah. what he does is has these crazy like the crowd will go one way, the horses will go one way, and the and the rain is coming down, mm-hmm. and so it's like this, 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 just tapestry of an image, every single time. And it's funny because I, when I started getting into like videography, I remember watching a film and I didn't know it was Kurosawa because I didn't know who he was at the time. I was like, just I, I want to make a film to make money, right? And they're like, yeah, the way he uses foreground and background movement in every single shot. And the crazy part is when I watched Magnificent Seven, their setup was almost identical to the setup in Seven Samurais because it had the way that people came in and out of the same like hill in the back, Mm kind of sort of Mm -hmm. like... The the they're different kind of buildings, but still buildings here and yeah, there. Like it's a it just felt, different location. Oh, it felt so similar. Of, yeah. uh, and but yet, but yet it didn't have the movement of the original Seven Samurais, the rain, the the sh- the people, the mm-hmm. horses. You know, it was just. Yeah. And then the madness of those scenes. I can't. I I would love to oh, know how many, people, how many people got hurt on that. Oh yeah, I mean, how many dead horses? <laughs> oh my! Well, oh yeah. Well, the jabbing co- with all those spears. Although I would, you never saw impact, except for no. like the arrows. That that was where it was kind of this funny thing with when the villagers are chasing down these guys who fell off their horses. You're like, where's the killing blow? Mm-hmm. Because there they're just never jabbing. was. Because all it shows like, is a crowd of, of villagers pretend... surrounding them with their sticks. You yeah. don't have to. Yeah, show we could it. pretend any one of these is the killing blow. Oh, hundred yeah. percent of them. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, it or the like samurai just doing like a swipe while the horse is and going then all past. of a sudden they oh. like, fly off. I guarantee nothing actually <laughs> happened there. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But he okay. got him. He got him. Okay, mm-hmm. I got. I got a plot line. How's it playing twenty twenty two? The girl. Oh, I can't wait to discuss this. To get oh, the one that gets my the bad haircut. Gosh, the great haircut. What was Amazing. her goal? What did she want? Uh, she, okay, so drama. So I she have, was a high schooler for sure. Well, first of all, please, <laughs> you gotta play the game. Well, he was a high schooler too, right? Like he probably I don't know. For, probably They're all forty. Yeah, she was. <laughs> She was 14. I just choked on my whiskey and you made that she comment. She was 14. <laughs> he was 19. 
So maturity wise, similar, but he's already been impacted by the samurai. So he's trying really hard to be stoic. But he's dumb. But he's a dumb. Yeah, he's. But dense. he's also never seen a woman. No. Based off. Well, why is she writhing on up? the ground? Yeah, what is her end goal? Her and end goal. I'm gonna like, sob like a samurai. I'm gonna sob like a and samurai. sob and gyrate down here, Meaning... and you figure it out. Well, the, meaning uh, assault. Thing? Okay. You're, <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. I, I, she has like a. It literally she's was got a scene in her mind that's going to happen. Yeah, and I don't think it was. It, it, oh, I'm gonna Is get... it even clear that when they walk out, they've done anything? Because he, <laughs> did he actually do <laughs> he, it? Because he's getting credit he for it. Looked very guilty. <laughs> and he looked a little relaxed. Something I'll be happened. honest. Yeah, he, he was either guilty. And you don't need that much time. I mean, really, how much time do you need love, for the first time? I love the wise man's joke about. Well, so you're good. a man now. Oh, I know. We need to let. Oh yeah, the mood. we gotta loosen up these men. So good. So let's, Give, let's give the young guy a hard time. <laughs> it, it was pretty great, actually. There was, was like, so much comic relief. Oh, it was. It was. Oh. It was but yeah, so. Okay, let's. So yeah, let's jump in. What's interesting I got some to thoughts. me is, well, one, I you guys explain to me what she wanted out of life, because I don't know. But I thought it was it was very modern, the reaction to it from everybody but her dad. Yeah, and even him, honestly, that's that could be modern, right? You could put that could be any. Oh, drunk sure. Depends on the guy. He's like, ah, you slut. So like, yeah, that was modern and too, the language I, I he used by, like, to her was it so modern? Yes, but I was more surprised by how everyone else reacted. Like they're young, they're in love. Who cares? Yeah, can't you be We're happy about for to them? die tomorrow anyway? Like, yeah, yeah, yes. that was like that was Whoa, very modern. I was very surprised. There was some with this in this yeah. time. It was modern. I agree with you. For I sure. was very pleasantly surprised by the whole situation. Like, hey, we busted out the sake tonight. I'm All like, bets are off. Yes. This yeah, is literally. like the purge. We're and gonna do what we do. Teenagers. We could all be slaughtered <laughs> tomorrow. Like it's a free for all. It's even it's... the samurai are drinking the sake. Oh my gosh! Except for the one guy. Well, yeah. Obviously, you gotta have the one. You gotta guy. have the one guy. I felt like he should have had a Bible in his hand or something. Something like or a or a Shinto something. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I I I was I was very shocked with how that played out overall yes and she just didn't but again, get up i was super confused <laughs> well she wanted her in general i guess so but she was trying to play her angles and i think well it was she also was like trying to empower him in a weird effed up way to say work. no i i agree like i i i think yeah, she was like, it felt like it emasculated him mm-hmm. right but she was Somehow, trying she was trying to corrupted right exactly right but she was trying to say you're a samurai do what a samurai does be a man and throw that whole dramatic thing after her father finds them and he, it just keeps going back to him standing sideways right. with his head held down. Oh, that was down. so interesting to me. It was like, oh, man, this angle is very... He's so ashamed. Yeah, like, and we could shame. not explain this any other and, way. And the crazy thing is, like, in a, in the Western, you're like, why doesn't the dude defend the girl from the dad? And he would in a Western. In a Western, right? Right. But, he, but, so he, doesn't, but yeah. he doesn't have the right in this culture. But you know who does? The old samurai. He can do what he yeah. wants because you know what he has more respect than the father. He's the yeah. only one in that scene 
who can do whatever the hell he wants because he has more respect than the father. He has more social standing because the the guy the the young he's kid Obi-Wan Kenobi exactly right. The young kid has more social standing than the father, but the father is older. So then the father gets mm. to do stuff over the son. So it's it's always like I keep thinking about like like in English we're so limited to the understanding because we say like oh hey hey sir but really you're saying older sir or younger sir with every japanese word and chinese word jap yeah. and korean word mm. like you There's know respect or not you know your status you know your place you know your rank by the language that is used every single time and that's the other thing that came which was so hard to understand the farmer samurai dynamic of everything because the weird part about yes. that would have been socially breaking the norms of 1500s because 1954 is so much more advanced than the 1500s of when it happened. So ironically enough, it was probably not to the signs of the times, but to the signs of the 50s mm -hmm. that they said those things because it was like, oh, it's okay to have different you know statuses, but they were just breaking their own statuses as of recent. Well, Since and I... Again, going back to like, you know, what what was going on <laughs> in general? Right. They they had Manzo. I think that was the dad. Mm. Freak out yeah. and be like, I have to cut my daughter's hair and yeah, dress yeah, her yeah. like a boy oh. because the samurai are coming. Yeah. There was yeah. no nothing else happening in the village forget along about, those same lines. Forget about the bandits coming. Yeah, and so yeah, it was this point. kind of we odd, have, like... We have samurai is coming. This, is this... Does everyone think this? Because only, you know, again, our... Uh, I can't remember his name. It was you know, only him guy. and the guys that he they He was the only convinced. guy who was asking about women. He was the only one that was convincing people to sleep across the bridge, take the women across there, so that they weren't going to be in contact. Yeah, but... Yeah. but and even he was like, let me harvest for you so you can spend some time with me right that was great it it didn't feel like we had established that the generic samurai takes advantage of women in villages to the point where this father is right to that's that's you know hide her stereotype like and so samurai. it felt <laughs> it felt like a very weird subplot because okay. there was nothing again in 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 the in the movie itself. Maybe that's again, why they were any external context. It was like, what is the fear here? Yeah. So okay, because so this, no one in the movie. I think is, talking is, about. Yes. I think the fear is fear. I think this, no, we're so, so afraid of everything. Okay, the but problem we didn't establish yeah. that this was a justifiable fear. So, but these were the special samurai that we selected on yes, the street. Exactly we chose right. not to pick. We the did ones. the stick test, Pat. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Okay, so They're let's not a salty. So no, let's talk about no. samurai in general. Right now, we idolize samurai like they're freaking Obi Wan Kenobi. Like we do. Like samurai is like supposed to be this higher. Well, Tom Cruise is a samurai. So I mean, know. obviously, and he's right. the great white were savior. They, were they celibate and the great just warriors the last, back in the the, he's the last one? <laughs> the last, the last samurai. I'm like, how the hell is the last samurai white and a Scientologist? Anyways, so. <laughs> So many more questions. <laughs> so many questions. 
so the samurai historically were more akin uh, I'm going to get murdered for this to thugs than they were to this noble Jedi race. Well, it's it especially at this time so which was like all these guys are essentially ronin, right? They're yes, masters. No masters, right? exactly right. Nice job. We and pull so that they're out. not fighting right. for any specific so there's no accountability, no accountability. Bunch there. of Han Solos walking around, freaking shooting first, <laughs> shooting first at every like canteen <laughs> they get to. Yeah. But yeah, you, yes, that. So this I, is a problem. We didn't. We, didn't, we don't we didn't establish these things. No, but the but I wonder in 1950s Japan, was samurai like the sexy thing we see in America today? Because literally, when we see samurai, we think about a noble knight. Or were they the riffraff that, that dad they, thought they were? Right, but then in in Japan, in an, what's the anime movie? Uh, Princess Monoroku. Mm-hmm. The samurai oh, okay. are just a bunch of thugs who are after some poor villagers. So right. I do wonder if it's a cultural thing, especially back then. If we have taken them we have romanticized it much like gong fu and whatever else it's no samurai did not mean like people because like we think about like noble galahad and king arthur who would dare not you know but in disgrace a woman but really cowboys who were exactly right they're dirty cowboys doing what they're gonna do exactly right so i think that it's our western perception of samurai that doesn't let us live in that same world but really they're just a bunch of big ass thugs who are got Dif- paid to kill people different outfit right exactly right well and what what's interesting is they touched slightly on the kind of farmer samurai antagonism by having all yes. the armor which was great that was my next question samurai yeah. but it but it, it to me it just didn't it didn't overlap with that storyline in a way that I think. No, again, and I wish in they modern felt it out. They would have been like, "Hey guys, this isn't connecting." So did you and watch? So, yeah, maybe it was more oh, obvious I, in, in 1954 they for talk, audiences than right. it is today. Because I had no clue what was going on there. I'm like, why are they? Why are the samurai so pissed? So pissed that they said, "Wasn't it like the stoic guy who said, let 'Let's kill them all'?" Like, uh, it wasn't the leader, but yes, it was. It was the, the stoic guy, though. It was the guy who doesn't say anything. Yeah, the, He's like, I want to kill them all. I'm like, yes, holy the crap. Got that, the, 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 the yeah, gravity like, of that is huge. And it's like, right. what what riff is going on here? So there's a lot of like, is it a, like a Romeo and Juliet thing with the 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 farmer's daughter? Yeah, it's this and uneasy the, partnership. Right. So no, but that yeah, was confusing. To me, it felt more like the issue was financial, right? Like, right. what do they have to pay samurai? But there's also this thing that kind of crops up midway, hour one and a half, where you go, oh, <laughs> midway. farmers, you know, sometimes kill samurai or at least when they get a chance. Har- exa- or, or pick them off or steal their stuff or whatever. Something yeah. where, the, you know, where it's like, you know, we're not all on the up and up. It, it, yeah, I I do think, though, to your point about romanticizing the samurai, this movie does that. 
Oh, this, this is, is a big reason. No, no, this no. Movie is a huge reason why. This is the template for it. This is literally in the context the template of the movie, for it. These are nothing but noble samurai, basically. Like but, we only run into like one who's like, I'm not going to do that. So before this, samurai were not. Re, 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 so my, I guess our thesis would be before this movie, samurai were not romanticized. We, I, I have no data to back that up. But this movie literally romanticized samurai to the point of Jedi. Certainly for Western audiences. Right? Right. Exactly right. Like, this is the template that I see everything from Belushi's impression of SNL samurai. The unlikable guy who's a hero. And then samurai samurai deli. (laughs) To... thank you. Thank you. There we go. To every, like, oh, he's a samurai. It's very high noble, but but the, the, which is which is a hundred percent the Jedi, exactly right. right. The wandering Jedi, <laughs> exactly you right. Come across them; they're rare and yeah. they're noble. And I think and, we yeah. can't separate the two. I think in our our Western cinematic brain, we cannot separate the Jedi and the samurai. Yeah, and I I think I'm lacking some of the cultural understanding where I need more of that spelled out to me in this movie. Um, sure. Ahead of time to sure. be like, okay, these, and that's a you good know, there's, point. It's a complicated history between these yes. two and societies. I feel this movie plays so well because even without having any cultural background or knowledge, it still plays pretty great. I yeah. Know, I wonder how much the fact that Magnificent Seven is so close. Oh, it's so close. And it's so, so prolific. Close. If that has made it convoluted to it, us it over be. the years, like the reason we identify samurai in such a way or um, Westerns in general, or, you know, it's because this movie was exactly the same. Exactly. Well, I did. Uh, Kurosawa is credited as a writer for Magnificent Seven. He should be because should verbatim, be. there are some lines out of that. The last uh, line of the movie, but... the last line of the movie is, you know, we can't take credit for this. We lost, but the oh, yeah. the farmers won. It's so in the, good. it's at the end of both movies. It's so yeah. good. I actually, I actually kind of wished the movie ended with "Once more, we survive." And then you know they faded out. Yeah, I, oh, I liked that. I yeah. liked cool. that. And Inside then Samurai. and then they faded up, and they're just dancing and doing like a weird planting song. Yeah, because they're like, I oh, thought we okay. were, I thought we were gonna die, but we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then and then they gave credit. Yeah, here we are but again. I, they should have made a sequel, like Magnificent Seven made twelve of them. <laughs> yeah, it's also crazy. I mean, Magnificent Seven came out six years after this you know mm-hmm. like yeah six years we're kind of used to importing movies now um like that's just a thing right if anything's popular in japan or something we'll remake it or you know sure. netherlands where, wherever or anything Kong. good yeah, somewhere yeah, else yeah. we will we will remake it in america um i didn't realize that was i realized how quickly that happened in this context yeah um and you know they they so, must have started production on that only a few years after it, this came out. But uh, yes, and the director was a Kurosawa fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 
he, it, when Magnificent Seven came out, it got mixed reviews, except for one review that mattered. Kurosawa loved Magnificent Seven. Oh, nice. It won the Silver Lion Award at the Venice Film oh. Festival. Very growl. Very gur, baby. Very gur. So it, you know, it got a BAFTA. <laughs> Detour. Okay, go. What What a face on Yohei. The character Yohei. What yeah, yeah. a face on that guy. Am I right? Mm. The, the just gawking, open mouth. Oh, especially yeah. that, especially after he speared that oh, guy. Oh my gosh! I don't. Well, I guess he still had the spear in him when he was making that face, right? Yo, hey and man. They're like, hey, take it out and. Yeah, like, what's your deal? What <laughs> you are you killed staring dog. at? The guy you just killed. There were some intense feelings in that guy. Except he didn't. He just had the one feeling of like cowering. Oh, it's just the one face. Timid just old like, man. Really, am I supposed to do this? Are we really doing this? But man, it was a good face to have for him. This is the guy that would hide every time the guy got the stick out, right? Like, oh, he's yeah. gonna come in. I'm gonna go hide behind this exactly right. stable yeah. area. And then but then his arc was he held his post. At the he end, did you know? finally hold his post. And that was that was great, actually. That was a very good arc. Yeah. Oh, here's a here's a here's a question. Yeah. When when Uber bad guy mm. you know, was hiding in the barn and he shot are uh yes you know stoic oh my gosh the ba yeah everyone we liked and he's like quieter you're next i had again this is like too too many other movies i had the thought that the women would all get him yes they'd they'd be like how dare you yes we're gonna take this opportunity that didn't happen no i was (laughs) was a little bit patrick disappointed with that i was trying to finish the movie and i was starting to get interrupted by people and i had to rewind a few times because i didn't remember what or i didn't catch what happened to that guy once he got into the barn yeah and i was like oh some who got him because you know it does end i was like okay And I was hoping that when I would rewind that he'd be mobbed by the women that he went into the barn. But no. Yeah, that was disappointing. I was really hoping the plot was going to land on that. But apparently only the male farmers were winners in the end. Yeah, only they can kill people. And and then the other thing that I shouldn't, you know, pay too close attention to because every movie basically ruins this. The So... The musket shots. <laughs> How rapidly people were firing with a musket. Yeah. Although thought, and I, hitting how people. How do you reload these muskets? The aim how could not have been that good muskets? either. Oh, except for when what's his name was jumping around, asking try, like, and and they never hit him. Yeah, slapping his butt. Slapping his butt, so good. Well, and he got shot in the stomach point blank at the end. But he I thought, did. Like, how, and guess how what? Quick his... is this guy reloading? <laughs> and of course. His final scene was just a pan of his ass <laughs> pulling oh, yeah. away. It was just his butt. Also, That's all you saw. Bold choice. Bold choice. <laughs> bold choice like, there. Apparently, of all that, maybe we'd get end with a big wedgie. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize he had to take his pants off to become a bandit. But apparently, uh, they he, honestly they didn't have as much pants as everybody else. Did you see? Was no. there any male genitalia in this movie? 
No, there was no female. There was the, only butt cheeks. Man, it seemed like it was close. I'm not sure. I, tell you. I yeah, kept wondering. I mean, there's some shots where I thought. I was like, there's got to be some male genitalia. Was that privates? I think it's they were be. adequately diapered in the front. Wow, because it yeah. was so close. It was just very funny. Banana, I mean, banana don't, hammocked. Don't get me wrong. This is sumo culture. So they they know how to cover what needs to be covered and uncover everything else. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that whole scene. I lost track of the bad guys. I thought there was two guys in this in the barn with the. There the, was I thought so the, too. The eye patch guy. Yeah, yeah. and then the other guy got away. And I thought they. And then the guys like, no, we killed them all. I'm like, nah, dog. I know you and got I thought, one no, more. One That's more. why There's eye patch guy. Yeah. Oh my god, I was really unclear Second about what in happened. Command is out there. Yeah. I'm so glad that no, you guys thought that too because I, I watched that. I'm like. Everyone's dead. I'm like, I don't think Maybe so. Maybe they really were setting and it up for a sequel. And then I was worried he was going to kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, was great. Like, oh, now the old guy's dead. One more guy. Exactly, yes, exactly. right. Uh, but oh no, they, they killed head guy. Yeah, he killed uh, head guy. But yeah, that, but they were both in the barn. And the first yep. guy backed out first. And then he was just gone. We never saw what happened to him. No, exactly right. So I don't know. But Lucent, they didn't develop. Bottles. But I, I don't feel like they developed the bad guys enough, like they would in a modern movie either. So there's that too. No, no, there wasn't well, that yeah. kind of character development. <clears throat> okay, let's let's do this again. So let's let's bring We're doing us it to, again. We have to start over. Let's again. let's start over. This I'm uncomfortable I'm with un- how we have progressed here. <laughs> would you suggest <laughs> people to over. watch this movie in 2022? Or three, since who knows when this podcast is coming out? <laughs> Will it ever come out? Uh, <laughs> I'm comfortable with determined. it like this. Yeah. Um, if there's so many remakes, would you suggest someone to watch a remake in their own culture? Because I pro- they probably have a remake in every freaking culture right now, or watch the original. I think since Magnificent Seven was remade in 2016. Yeah, it was no, with Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt. Right. I think that it Anton is. Anton Fuqua, right? Did yeah. you see it? Did it suck? Was it good? I, I haven't seen that one yet. It I was fine. To. I watched it. It was, you know, you got Ethan Hawke and Denzel. And Dude, you got great cast. It should have, the cast yeah. was amazing. It was like, yeah, it was like fine. an homage. You know? Do you need to watch it? No. No, but it was. But if people did see that with and they that many people, it still sucked. It yeah. was not. It's fine. That's, that's, but if that's, people saw that and lose. said that was good, and everyone saying you should really, you should really watch the 1960 version, I think you always should go beyond that and saying no, you need to see Seven Samurai first. Interest, yeah. Because yes, Magnificent Seven is great. But the reason it exists and oh all gosh. of these other genres, all of these other movies are here because of this. So I was uh, I was at the driving range with a friend playing to him some of the stuff. And I think what's compelling and the reason I would recommend people watch it is to understand the source of all these tropes now that we see. Uh, that's I mean, and, yes. and how fascinating it is to see the original version. Yeah, they made a version know. that was fifty minutes shorter, five zero. That probably would I have been perfect. That more. But it, <laughs> Did, that was, was it the, off the front because <laughs> that <laughs> been right? helpful. Let's cut those farmers out. They depressed the hell out of me. It took 
over an hour to assemble the samurai. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there didn't necessarily need to be that many rejects walking up and down the street. But the. To establish the plight and assemble seven samurai. I wonder how many. It took over an hour. How many, how many stick entrances did it take in the first cut, even, to knock it down to the three that and they then, actually had? And they got rid of the bad guy scenes. That's yeah. the best part about it. Well, and then. And then it took ten minutes for the final fight. Yeah, that was that was, that was the rough. set. I was like, that really? Was We're running out of time There's here. Suddenly I'm minutes? suddenly I'm panicking at hour three. Like, when no, is this legit. gonna go down? I, I, I agree because I was like looking at my timeline. I'm like, I've gone through ninety nine percent of this movie. They did it all in the rain and the somebody... mud, though. How many minutes oh, of yeah, good could they have gotten? But they did so good I mean, with what they had. A lot. But I, I would be curious if you remapped kind of the, you know, different sections of the script or the plot and you're like, okay, Samurai, Seven Samurai took this long to get to plot point, you know, A, B, C, D. Right, right. And then Magnificent Seven was this, and then you keep modernizing that. What would you suggest for a, not a millennial, a Gen Z to watch? What are those years? Now. Is that uh... after us? Yeah, after you, because you're you're okay. you're millennial, you're like a you're like an old millennial. I'm an ex. Are they? Right? You're a young ex. I'm the last. Well, here's year I ex. think I'm the last. Here's year depends on what you had to do. It. We're exennials, whatever. Here's the issue. Okay. Are they? Are they film literate? Yeah, if they're at all film interested, they would care. They to have. Know. If you want to be a snob, which is the whole point of this podcast, you yeah. gotta watch the original. Yes, a hundred percent. You and got if, for to. anyone who has any film sensibility in that way. I'd be like, watch Meg, or you know, watch Seven Samurai. Okay, because everything else will make more sense. And I'm you'll gonna be throw like, my ah. wife. I'm gonna throw my wife but, under the bus. What do you tell Megan? She's a Gen X annual. And is it like who likes I just Hallmark? Enjoy who likes Hallmark movies for Christmas? Don't and I'd watch probably be like, watch the newest one. Yeah, with Chris Pratt. And she probably wouldn't like that one that much. No. That's true. That's true. That, that's the thing about this. This is legit. If you like any of them, you but like probably all of them. My mom and your mom would love the Yule Brenner version. My mom does love the Yule Brenner. And she so put it mom. on as soon as we started talking about it. It's so good. It's so good. And I realized I'd seen it a couple times. Yeah. I didn't know I'd seen it so I think, many times. I think most people I'm related to really like that movie i'm so impressed with your uncle who knows the original over the magnificent seven because he's not not necessarily over but i'm sure he watched magnificent seven enough to know where it came from yeah and of course watched it okay there's also some cachet being able to say but you gotta watch seven sam Right. right, like oh, now we so all have legit. that. Oh, but it's so good. Right. Like, but when I'm I did, so glad we we did this. When I told him we were doing this podcast on movies, he and Tony both said, "You've got to watch Seven Samurai." F that should be on it's the great. list. And I said, "It is on the list," and I think it's thanks next. to yours truly, by yeah. the way, because he bumped the French one. The the French one's coming because I'm excited for the French one. Actually, okay. Pat, there's a French one. There's a uh, we oh. Good. We oui, we. Oui. There's Italian, French, and Japanese. Apparently, the Italian, the French, and the Japanese kick butt in the French in the cinema era. I don't know what's going on. For with that. sure, I've heard this. I've heard this as well. But yeah, I 
I, I think there's a, I got honestly a lot of enjoyment because the, the, the first 20 minutes or so, this are a slog. I would oh, say. Just cut it. Just cut it all out. You're like, yeah. what are we watching? We what could is make even this happening? We could easily make this three hours. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole village is sobbing at each other. I do oh, like the scene no, where they say, let's you. let him come back and then I'll hang myself after. But it doesn't have to take 20 minutes <laughs> that to say that. To be it doesn't need to take 20 minutes to say that. And a minute yeah. long open Nor eye guy. Nor do you guy. need to be in a barn for like 20 minutes. Also, like they had two versions of them being woe is me. Woe is me in the village. Word. Woe is me in the barn. Pick the better version like, oh, and stick true. with it. Trim it down. Trim one, it down. One would have been good. I could tell. Oh, I could. Anyway. I'm gonna edit the first 45 minutes. For oh, everyone. you okay, edit guys? The hell out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Last That's the Seth project. Last. Oh, wait, wait. Th- I thought about that, by the way. Last thoughts. But no, I go. I, okay, this now has me last. I don't know if it is. Okay, go. But I was gonna say. Okay. The joy of the movie was seeing all the connective tissue of every movie I've seen after. This right? is a good or no. I, that's good. That's like, a very that good was, last thought. That's a that very was good last what was thought. so compelling to me. I agree. It even was even though it was three and a half hours. I thought like, oh, this is literally the building blocks of almost every action movie I've seen in my whole life. It was really right? fun go, to watch Magnificent Seven right after. I, just I have totally to say, agree. I was if you I was back to back enthralled these, with it with yeah. Magnificent Seven. I was like, like it's the same. Holy crap! This is the same movie. The same guys here. And if, he said the same. And if thing. we watched Bugs Life after that, we'd yeah. be like, if this is again the same yeah. movie. I'm watching Bugs Life tomorrow. I'm watching it right now. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't even listened to y'all. <laughs> simultaneously watching. That's yeah, off in the corner the watching a Bugs Life. <laughs> And in terms of recommending it, it, I think it does have to get to if you if you care about the history of film. Yes. You have to yes. Watch you this. have like, to watch this. This is this is Citizen Kane esque. Yes, I it's, would recommend it as if, much as Citizen. If you Kane. would watch Citizen Kane, you should watch this. Yes. Is Agreed. that fair? Agreed. Do we agree with that? Yeah. And and I think just vis- purely visually, just seeing mm-hmm. screenshots of this movie are striking. Where I thought this is so well laid out like the storyboarding of it you'd be like this is fantastic yeah um and so i think there there's plenty to get from it maybe not acting maybe not pacing i see like, and i'll disagree the foundation well, of d- all of it depends is like, on the actor depends what, on the actor what yeah yeah oh for sure and again i did you guys find and i know this is not a last thought anymore yeah. when our lead when our lead smiled, did you guys smile? Oh, percent. I, oh, I wanted, I wanted to please him. Oh my gosh! Charmed I, I was the, like, I the ha- wedgie diaper wearing pants off of. I me. was like, I was, I. You're my father. I don't even know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Good lord! Did I want to please that man? And he, when was, he was happy. Takashi I was happy. Shamira. He was. Way what more do you want? Than I Yul will Brenner do it. Even. And Yul Brenner is a charming fellow. But yeah, I think yeah. he beat him. I, I gotta I, give, yeah, and I would say Takashi Shimura would be better than Yul Brenner because Yul Brenner because he's actually Japanese. Exactly and Yul right. Yul Brenner is, is not, not actually American. Actually <laughs> American, and Yul Brenner, I gotta give him credit. He dealt with so much racist crap in his career. Mm. Like he, oh my gosh, he's but he's quite charming. Oh, he's amazing. 
but he and he can play any role ever. Even as the king of Siam. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry, Thailand. You are now Siam. You were. You were. Yeah, I, I was. I'm happy you guys made me do that, even though the timing of it wasn't. Three and a half hours. It was never so is. long. Yeah, oh, it was a long time. I did it today so during the day. I did it yeah, over I did, like I did Dottie was over for a play date. Dottie was over for a play date today, and I was starting to watch it. Yeah, she She's loved like you it. guys have fun. <laughs> Your dad <laughs> made me watch some butts. old ass movie. Nobody even checked on me. No one cared. Yeah, it is that could be descriptive. It's an old ass, ass <laughs> old Japanese ass movie. Mm-hmm. So much of Japanese. But no, it's great. I I much appreciate the. Uh, the assignment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I I was it. super grateful. And Pat- we and there's so many more things we could jump into because like Takira Takashi Shamira was an amazing actor mm-hmm. that was arguably um and I, I can't find the source to, to was was Marlon Brando before Marlon Brando. He was easily the most naturalistic. Yes. Yeah. And I think part of that was just being subdued. Yeah. Yes, and again, I think, you know, everyone did what they were his, asked to do. Read it in his face, not in his... You know, Toshiro Mifune, you know, Kikuchi... Uh, <laughs> I can't say that name. But he, he... I guarantee he was asked to just go big, and he did. But he was I sexy. He, Have you seen a picture of him? He's a sexy oh yeah, he's mofo. A he's a good-looking dude. The wise man. There were the shots crazy where man. I thought, like, no, the oh, crazy man's a good-looking guy. guy. The crazy guy is the best-looking guy ch- in the film. I'm gonna have to check it out. Here, no, look at this picture of no, him Seth's right here. Seth's got him right on his laptop. Right it's his screensaver. <laughs> Why is he in a bikini? Yeah. He's very good-looking. <laughs> he's in a. He wasn't in a diaper for most of the movie. No, but he's an incredibly attractive man. Like he's very the, attractive. The the guy who played the crazy guy was the best-looking guy in the film. Ironically you enough, you just wouldn't know. And not then, the unibrow guy. And not the <laughs> <laughs> squatting on the floor. Close second. Or, Close or second. Yeah. yeah. You never know though, because with those crazy outfits they did. Yeah. And and oh, it, it, I just can't get over. The state of Japan and the amazingness of this movie. Yeah. I just that can't get over that. I just, yeah, if you think about what's I yeah. just can't get over that. The well historical, done, Japan. 100%. Like, this is why Nike, like, Japan's recovery, and don't get me wrong, America was part of that recovery, but they were like, you know what? We've lost. That's fine. We're just gonna freaking rock it in cinema. That was a we're gonna, bad choice. <laughs> we're gonna rock. We're no no longer gonna worship our emperor. But you know we're gonna worship hard work, and our movies are gonna be awesome, and Technology's our shoes are gonna be, gonna awesome. be awesome. Our uh, our cameras are gonna take over the world. All my cameras I shoot on are Sony. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, Kodak's dead. It's just how it is. So yeah. So Patrick, Japan, Patrick. We do have one more question though. Who? Oh dear! If you can equate this movie Ooh. to a beer, oh yes, I've already done mine. Mine is <laughs> the, the Suntory Whiskey Tokari, but yours is what's yours? To me, it needs to be, and this is where I'm going to struggle to actually assign it to a drink. Mm-hmm. But it's complicated, and you wouldn't initially be like, "This is." super easy to drink but then you learn you know you kind of love it so i think an ipa is not not off 
for this, right? Not everyone likes an IPA. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, there's a lot of taste there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let's say it's like a double IPA. Ooh, good one because it's expensive. It's fancy. And it's still yes, that's it's a good little pack. fancy. It's, okay, you, you I'm with you now. Be willing to get in there. Triceratops. Ooh. Triceratops is good, but it's uh, Nikasi doesn't. Nikasi sells Japanese. Oh, Nikasi here we go. does getting, sound good. We're getting there. Nikasi Triceratops does sound pretty good because it's <laughs> old as hell. It's basically Godzilla. It's basically Godzilla. Which, <laughs> by the way, what year the, did Godzilla come out? 1954. Same oh. cast. And guess same who's the cast. guess who's the professor? Takeshi Shimura, the <gasps> same guy that's Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh it's all connected. We did it. We did it, folks. We win. End on a high note. <laughs> You're welcome, Kurosawa. We <laughs> let we you did win. Something. We did something. And that's our folks. Folks, if you want to be a true movie snob, you have to watch Seven Samurai. It's yes. not even a question. Please do. Like, you have to watch Citizen Kane first and Seven Samurai within your first 10 viewings because it's it influences so many movies. It's ridiculous. I mean, especially if you like action movies, oh, right? It is action. a template for all Western. almost all action movies. Uh anything where like the, the 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 underdog beats the more powerful whatever. It's it's it's, it's Avatar post it's, Rambo one. It's Rambo, right. right? Yeah, it's <laughs> right. That's right. It's, if it's part you know, first blood part two. That's right. You're in, you're in this territory. You're oh a my poor gosh. Village. This is so good. This is a, literally a two right. hour podcast, but that's fine. Um, yeah, Patrick, cut that, cut that, cut that. thank you for the time. This has been great. Hey, thanks for having me. This thanks has for been coming, awesome. Pat. This has been a lot of fun. I enjoy these two hours because this has been nothing but fun. And it's I can't wait. Pleasure. When you come down to Oregon, Pat, guess what? We're doing this live with y'all. Mm-hmm. We'll be in this. I'll be in the studio I'm so with some weird, strange drink. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Anyways, okay, we love you all. Keep watching good movies. Good movies change the way you view the world. We believe in it. Uh, thanks for watching How to Be a Movie Snob. This is Seth. Mariah. And special guest. Pat. Yay. <laughs> on How to Be a Movie I Snob. I, like it. I love it. All right, guys. Till next time. Keep watching. Thanks. Bye-bye. Keep listening. Bye. Whatever. Bye.